how much of this are we gonna have to edit out? All of it. <laughs> I don't need no extra sauce on my wings. Got enough for my plate. Ain't got enough time to waste. I don't need, need, need no, no extra sauce on my wings. Welcome to the No Extra Sauce Podcast. I'm your host, Joey H. And today, we have a special guest. We have my brother, Sarab Ali. Why did you get, why did you do the Sarab voice when you introduced me? You're like, we got my, you lost like a lot of air. You're like, we oh got my, my brother. God. My brother, Sarab. Sarab Ali. Yeah. You gonna know about me. Yeah, Tell yeah. me what's better than. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of you. What's we up, have Sarab on the podcast. Respect you. Take you on a nice date. <laughs> Well, we never go finish this. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is long overdue. Ask about your hobbies, man. <laughs> what <are> you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hey, girl, tell me what you. What are, your, what are your passions, brother Sarab? What's been up, man? <laughs> the people people been asking about you, man. They be hitting me up. Hey, man, what's Sarab up to? Who's hitting you up? <laughs> I don't know. Who? I don't know. People. People. Well, Dom. I, I was about to say, like, you know, I, I've been a one with the questions, so like, I might. Hey, I, he's Dom was <sighs> giving me a damn Andy Downing so, interview earlier. Yes, yeah, so I, I saw. I, I might. I might. I might cut in. You know, like a few times. I can't remember what podcast it was when they had like a more like, uh, like expert opinion where it'd be like, you know, the jokes and stuff, and then they'd be like, "Hey, so I just want to ask you about the." Um, the breakdown of the album. Um, what was your thought process? And you'd be like, okay, so right. I got <laughs> damn. That was a good question. So I'm gonna I'm gonna interject a few times to do that. So we also have the good brother Dom Deshawn in the building today. And uh, yeah, man, <laughs> we have my brother Rob on the podcast yesterday. Um, we had the honor of going back to Denison University, where we graduated from 2016. You know, had to, you know, get the get the degrees and shit, and <laughs> the, the debt. Yeah, and the debt. <laughs> and uh, and we had a um, entrepreneurship summit uh, called Remix. It was a great event. Um, met a lot of cool people. And it was really cool to just be able to go back and share our story of like All From Rap, um, which is the name of our presentation, where we got to talk about just how, man, we, we've done some really cool things since, what, 2012? Yeah, 2012. Since yeah. 2012. And, uh, and it all started from, from music and creating music, and then it turned into us going on to do different things and elevating in our careers, um, whether it be, you know, like me, just, you know, stepping on the stage and, and then, you know, you got my man Sarab out there. Well, I'm listen. working on my real estate license. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I don't know if everybody's going to get that hey, joke. I don't know if you're going to No, that's going to be hilarious because some people will actually get it. Okay, and that's yeah. funny as hell. But yeah, man, the people been asking, bro. They like, they be like, where's. Dom, did you get it? You, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Russ? Yeah, yeah. Russ Simmons. 
But you're in Columbus, Ohio right now, man. What's going on, man? What's going on, brother? Man. Tell the people what's up. Well, <laughs> there was a whole part that we talked about earlier. That we are not had, going back. We had, <laughs> we're not going back down that road. We had to edit it out. Um, Patreon exclusive. OnlyFans exclusive. <laughs> um, and I'm in Columbus. Um, I'm here, man. I'm here at, uh, at, at at your crib where I used to be your neighbor. Yes. Which was awesome. I literally would, you know, just drop right in and ask you some shit like, hey, Joe, how do I plug in like X cord? Like, I don't know how to do anything related to recording man. myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how do I make music, Joe? Like, very hey, simple man. things. Joe, I think I'm you might have got social crisis. Can you help me? I think you might have had one of the one of my worst verses of all time. Oh, I forgot. It like literally right here. No, so like yeah. we were we were working on a song and you know, Rob is like talking about it, it was like something about something introspective. Some shit nobody wanted to hear. Nah, it was like something about Montreal. I know that. But you were talking oh. about he's talking about some girl. And then I get in the verse, and I'm talking about... It's not about a girl. <laughs> and Why do you just assume that? I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know. It but was. you were like... You were it like, was. Yeah, it was. You were like, hey, man, can you, uh, can you like, talk about something else? Did I say that? <laughs> no, no, I forget what your what your phrase was, but I was like... I, 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 I'm pretty sure I still have the verse, but it was like, man, I'm not on that time, bro. Yeah, I'm right. not talking about no girl right now, bro. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get married. the I'm trying to get these bars off. That's hey, true. shout out Merch Queen. Yeah. Shout out to Merch, man. She was asking me some shit yesterday where I was like, she was like <laughs> No, she was like Are you are you having like issues with vulnerability and is that why you're I was like, Carla, girl, we we at a party right now. Like what are you talking about? Go get a Kitchenada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about my feelings over man. like Kitchenada flip. I'm like, what? But what's been up, brother? Yeah, I'm avoiding the question. Um, life's been good, man. Uh, I live in Chicago. For those who might know, who may know, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, then somebody, you know, they they would know. Uh, although I did keep quiet about it for like a really long time. For a long time, yeah. Um, living in Chicago, loving it. Um, kind of not doing music because. Uh, I'm working on my real estate license. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not working on real estate at all. Uh, but just going with my flow, doing some stuff, just continue to explore like my identity outside of Sarab. Um, like who who is Rob outside of this thing that I committed myself to for, I don't know, like 10 years of my life pretty much. And um, it's been cool. It's been fun. It's been challenging. Living in Chicago is obviously not living in Columbus. It's bigger. There are more challenges. You got to ride the train. Sometimes the red line smells like ass. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just <laughs> like it's just <laughs> a million things, man. I mean, I wish I could, like, sum it up very succinctly. Like, these are conversations that, like, you and I have, like, yeah. on FaceTime a lot. But, uh, <laughs> but it's cool, man. Yeah, just, like, it's cool to look back and see the growth since I've – moved there and it was definitely something that i needed yeah but also coming back here gives me it like reminds me of like who i am at the core mm-hmm. like that was stuff that i was talking to dom about when i was trying to drink a 
Manhattan, and he was hitting me with like goddamn. <laughs> he was hitting you with the wallow questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Like, why are these questions so intense? Um, I was like, nigga, I've seen you in like two years. Like, I'm just trying to get a drink. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just like it, it, it has brought me back to my core in a lot of ways. Like, I recorded a song earlier today. Shout D one. Shout D one. Shout to Shani. Um, like, just uh, you know, it's been fun. I'm rambling. I don't want to say too much. It's your hey. pod. I'm here to get jokes off. Hey, get get some jokes off. Then. I was look. <laughs> I was ready to go with the. The, oh the no, bro! We are not going. Issue. We are not going back there. I will. I will hit the space bar so fast. <laughs> but yeah, like so. Yesterday again, like we went and did the um, entrepreneurship summit, which like, Brett, that shit was so cool to like. Just not only like when we were uh, preparing for it, and like I mean, on your front and on my front, just being like thinking about our own specific answers and stuff. It's like, damn, man, like we really done. We've, we've done a lot of shit since like we did a lot there. Yeah. So we, we even did a lot while we were at Denison. And as we were thinking about like the experience that we had, it was so crazy where, okay, we're at the, we're on this campus on a Hill in the middle of Granville, Ohio, which nobody knows where that is like 40 minutes outside Columbus and we were going to Columbus like every week to record, yeah. to perform, <clears throat> to like network, build connections, like to go to other people's shows. Like we we met Dom when we were at Denison still. Yeah. Like Dom booked me for a show when I had braces. <laughs> I was a, you know what I mean? <laughs> I had braces. Like I was a I was like a college student, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we were doing a lot of stuff and it was cool to be able to navigate that and not not exactly knowing what we were doing exactly, but yeah. still knowing what we were doing. And to look to reflect on that and at this point to think about where it has led us to and the path that we paved yeah. and how that can be that can offer like lessons for the next generation yeah or even like people who are continuing to find their creative path who are alumni like yeah uh uh what's their name um mags yeah mags like hopefully it was helpful for mags yeah but then there was um there's even some people like like when we were having the discussion like the one i first got there and we were talking to the one guy i forget his name um but he was telling talking about like the issues that he had as far as um i don't want to give too much away about yeah, his story and stuff it. but like when you asked him like the question he had like this look like damn I didn't even think of it that way. And it was like, like he's never been asked a question um, and, and like a question that way to like try to find a solution. Yeah. And so like, it was really cool that he graduated in like 83 or something shit like that. Yeah. And it was like, bro. Yeah. Like, oh, ch- yeah, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Chuck. Yeah, shout out to Chuck. And Jason, or uh, is it Jason? Yeah, Jason was going crazy. Hey. Jason was balling out. So for for the listeners, th- there were this this like alumni conference. Uh well yeah, because it was just yeah. an alumni conference and there were like various speakers, Joe and me included. And um there was one dude named named Jason something who's like Burger. an executive sorry, forget his last name. I don't remember his name tag, but we met him, he's super dope. And he gave like this forty five minute like presentation and he's like a leadership coach and he you know, helps guide people like executive leaders through 
like challenging decisions in their companies or you know whatever in their lives and he was balling out man i was thought we was in church for a minute like he dropped he was dropping some bars oh my god yeah his name is jason barger and he is he's an author keynote speaker consultant and host of the thermostat podcast i'm driving to chicago tomorrow i will be listening to that podcast class 98 i believe denison university hey nigga was four (laughs) i was four years old (laughs) i'm trying to get money like him but see but i i asked jason i was like uh because joe before you before you got there i was talking about like some of the challenges that I was having career wise. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I just don't, you know, I, there's so many different things that I like, you know, I had like one career, like basically like a damn near an entire career before I even started this new thing that I'm doing, which I will not name. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> like mystery intrigue. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm thinking about going to school, going to grad school to get an MBA. I'm like, but I also don't want to go back to school. Like I went to school. I did great. It was okay, you know, like the experience was it was was it was what it was. And I just like at this point in my life, I don't really want to do that again. Yeah. And I was talking to him about it and he was like, Well, where do you want to be in ten years? And like something that simple just opened up everything. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, well, like this is I know, I actually know. Like this is where I wanna like X is where I wanna be. And he was like, well, double down on the things that you're good at. He's like, those are things that you're actually doing now. Double yeah. down on the things that you're good at. And that even speaks to the conversation that I had with Dom earlier where mm-hmm. he was like, you're running from your gift. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're running from your gift. There we go. Here we go. Nah, here, here, <laughs> we go. here we go. Good brother, Dom. I'm not running for I mean, I am. I got I'm, So yeah, with this conference and, and um, the fact that it was like, so it was like considered like the entrepreneur's like conference so like at what point in y'all careers or like what moment did it hit y'all that like the fact that like as musicians in college and like just chasing a dream and like x amount of years like later you're like speakers at a entrepreneur like conference when did that like realization of like oh i would just you know i'm just chasing my dream to like oh nigga i'm this is actually like a business. And I'm actually a a a business person without re- like really realizing I am until like you sit down and really think like, oh nigga, I'm doing this, this nigga, I'm I'm running a business. Like when did that I guess realization for y'all like hit, whether it be like the year or like there was like a moment where you were like, nah, bro, like this is an actual this is a business. I'm a business or like what I'm doing is actual like business that I'm running and I can actually have the capabilities to speak at an entrepreneur conference and touch elbows with keynote speakers who've been doing this shit for 20 years type thing. You want to go first? No, you go first. I didn't know. I didn't even know, like, what we were doing on campus. Like, we had no clue, like, the business aspect of shit. And it's crazy because we were both selling merchandise. Like, I sold a fuck ton on the uh, 40-ounce T-shirts, like, to the point where, like, I literally would go to class and there'd be like people wearing the forty yeah. ounce t shirt, and I'm like, damn, like that's crazy. Like I had people wearing Joey H merchandise, and I'm sending out packages through the the shipping office or whatever. Oh my god, I and on campus, that. like like I didn't buy books. I was buying all of the like little uh, packaging, like the mailers 
to send merchandise out. That's actually kind of crazy. I mean, you've been that, yeah. Like I didn't know, I didn't even think of anything like it was a business. And something that was really cool yesterday is uh, there's a girl. She's a senior, um, a young woman, uh, Catherine, and she was just like, "Yeah, well, she's like, it's cool that I last the night before they had an event." And she's like, "I I need to call myself an entrepreneur because I need to like fit in and blah blah blah." But she didn't really feel it. And then when she listened to everybody talk and listened to everybody. Um, talk about like their journey and entrepreneurship. She's like, no, fuck it. I feel I I feel like I belong. I am an entrepreneur, yeah. and like being a senior, it was like really cool. Like I talked to her after, and I was like, it's really cool. And keep that, keep that like whole um mindset because literally I didn't feel like I was running a business until much well after even having an LLC or any of that shit. Like I didn't. I didn't really feel that way until like 2020 for real 2020 2021 like yeah. that this is really a business this is uh doing all the different operations sending emails uh sending merchandise scheduling interviews scheduling tours uh like all of that stuff like I had no clue until recently and it like a lot of it is just like imposter syndrome and and not feeling like like a sense of worth or whatever, mm-hmm. especially like, um, neither of us had music on streaming services while we were in school. Right. Like it was all on spot or on SoundCloud and stuff, which I mean, that was the game. it was At different. The time, yeah. It's a different time. Yeah. But like, I remember with rope break being the first song that I ever put up. I was like, man, this is like, this feels like something that I can put on streaming services. Like, I could put anything on there. Right, <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, I don't well, know. Actually, I could have got a cease and desist really quickly. But, like, there's a couple <laughs> songs I could have went up there. But, like, I didn't really feel that way until after. Yeah, Joe. So, Joe was always really far ahead when it came to when it came to a lot of it. And I actually learned from him, like, a ton when it came to, like, performing specifically. And when it came to, yeah, that's what I call him. Yeah, she can wait. <laughs> when it came to <clears throat> performing, um, when it came to like selling tickets, because Joe had done shows, he had sold tickets, he had done the grog shop. Like I didn't know any of that stuff. He had merch. I didn't have merch until going into my senior year. So like, and I d- I don't know if I was really selling that much of it. I I don't know. I, basically, to answer your question, I learned a lot from watching Joe. And literally, like, asking him shit, the same way that we were in this in this building, how we were neighbors, in college, I was in his, like, in the dorm room all the time. I was in wrong three, right 301. <laughs> <laughs> I was in right 301, our, our uh, group is called wrong 301, but I was in right 301 all the time, and, like, that's some of the stuff that we would talk about. And I honestly didn't know, I didn't consider it, like, business. I considered it like hustle. Like I considered it like part of the like the art of like getting your name out there. But I guess I never really thought about the business aspect of it until <sighs> till I made some money. <laughs> when I got it, when I got a check that was like it hit a a milestone, I was like, 
oh, okay. Like now I understand. But then I'm like paying other people. I'm like, oh, like, okay. I'm starting to get it. I w- obviously, as we grow, we learn. Um, and I like, if there were things that now I know that I would be able to like go back in time and like tell myself, then the business would be stronger. But also like it, it took those things to get me to this point. Yeah, and shit. I mean, even picking back off of that, like, I feel like if you even hear stories of like entrepreneurs and stuff like that, they always talk about like the the mistakes that they made at the beginning and like the yeah, you know, the there was a bunch of failed businesses beforehand. Like, I mean, that's almost equivalent to you know shit that we like learned. Like, man, don't do this, and like I'm saying. Uh, and and, and kind of like learning from like the mistakes and stuff like that because it always just makes you wiser and, and like a better businessman or a person or whatever like that. But um, yeah, that's that. the life process. Like that's one thing where, I mean, we've all gone th- gone through a lot of changes, um, and this even goes back to like Joe's question at the very beginning. It's like, where have I been? <laughs> uh, it's like this is this is just the life process. So when I think about things like, okay, this is challenging or like, damn, I wish I knew this thing is sooner or even like a success. Like, oh, like I like I just won some awards last week yeah. for some of the, the stuff that I'm doing. And um, I didn't like get too high or like get too low. I'm just like, this is part of the life process. I'm just going to appreciate it all. Because eventually it ends and then it probably restarts later. That's a different conversation. But like it's those things that, you know, those failures, it's like not really. And I'm preaching to the choir here, but it's like not really. It's just a a continuing cycle. Yeah. Of like even thinking of like talking about like business aspects and, and everything. And like there's so much. When I, especially when I talk to like some of the younger artists there yeah. um, at Denison, and I'm just like, first off, and this is a thing I, I guess I want like, to hate on it. No, pat us on the back okay. a little bit. Um, just for the things that we did, like we took music so seriously at Denison, yeah. not necessarily from the business aspect. And I guess from the business aspect, we were doing everything that business owners would do, but like we did it at such a level that like, there were people who noticed and were like, oh, we got to, like, the next people who come in, we got to take care of them. Yeah. Yo, yes. Like, we need to, like, we need to pay them for performances. We need to offer opportunities so they don't have to travel to Columbus or or anything like that. And I hope things have changed. I haven't talked to enough of them to, like, really gauge that. But, like, we really trailblaze so much from – um different events like the the first doobie palooza was literally like right outside of the the senior apartments yeah and i had to drop out of that yeah you remember that yeah <laughs> do it to write a paper he had to write a paper it makes the, sense <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like me this is yeah these are yeah <laughs> but like like I, there's a picture of me like performing on a speaker because like literally we were just doing what we doing what we could at the time and like it's just stuff that when i talk to some of the younger like younger artists and stuff i'm just like man like to do this stuff now learn it now yeah and because like there's lessons that i learned this year that i'm like 
bro, if somebody would have told me this in 2017, like, that, I don't even know where, where things would be at this point right. had I known that, or at least that was in my mind. But but also we had to, and and same thing for you, Dom. It's like we've been flying, we've been fixing the plane, flying the plane. Uh, at the same time, like just that's the phrase, right? Fixing the plane while you fly. Never yeah. heard that in my life. No, it's it, yeah, I don't know. It's something like that. But no word. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Do they have planes there? Hey, probably. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you, I'm about to ask a stupid question, and then we can take a break. This fucking, this like some... Hey, you think if? No, nigga. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, no, I'm not even gonna do it. I'm nah, what's, the, what's the question? What's the question? I, I'm gonna ask it off air, man. I'm gonna ask it off air. This is definitely a dumb. We've question. already edited so much. This one, <laughs> let the people hear you. Let the people know who you are. I, I've had my PR voice this on this is, whole fucking time. Oh my god! Yeah, hey, wow. hey, the Harriet Tubman picture is crazy. But hey, hey, yo, <laughs> hey, hey, now hold on. Listen, we got. I would have gone down. The- <laughs> oh wow. my god! Holy shit. But. <laughs> to get back fo- let's get focused uh <laughs> but when uh protect black women <laughs> oh, shit. wait no <laughs> hey we oh my god <laughs> oh my gosh oh god my editing is about to be it's about to be a lot Can, what's the, what's the timestamp we're at that? we're at 3 no the timestamp oh no i'll just re-listen and then i edit <laughs> but yeah protect rob that's yeah, what it protect, is yeah protect me too <laughs> 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 but man like it was it, it just really was cool to be able to like share our story of of just how things have like and to really think about just all the things that we were able to accomplish like Bro, I remember it was a couple I want to say it was like last year um last year and I'm blanking on his name and I got to make sure I his name right. But he was like, "Yo, man, I saw him at uh Double Happiness and he was just like, "Yo, man, you you don't know me, but like you got me into making music." And I'm like, "What? What, what are you talking about?" He's like, "Yeah, I remember you and Sarab, I came to the Kyle show when I was 15." And after seeing y'all perform, I was like, yeah, man, I want to rap. And I was like, yeah. I said, ah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I, said, I said, bro, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, like that was that was like a, a big moment for me. And he's like 15. And I'm like, I said, nigga, how old are you right now? <laughs> he's, yeah, like, yeah, he's like, he's yeah. 22 or yeah. whatever or something. But like, man, it's just that's cool as hell. Dude, that happened. Um, yeah. Okay. So one of the things that we that we talked about, I remember saying specifically, was like, if there's one thing that I didn't fully understand about being an artist, is like the impact, because like part of my whole, even part of my whole reason about like stepping away, 
is that I felt like it was just so selfish of me mm-hmm. to to make art and put it out to make art about me and to put it out there mm-hmm. and ask people look at me pay attention yeah. to what I'm doing this matters like it's my like it's my story but it matters to you yeah. and I was, there was always a disconnect and I, you know I'm still like like that's the reason I haven't I haven't been putting shit out but what Dom and I also talked about today kind of the common denominator throughout this whole trip that I've had over the past couple of days the impact is of being an artist like we might not see it yeah. but it's there and if, if we're doing it right if we're doing it in a way that's like with the right intentions and and the right energy um like it really does affect people's lives like who knows like th- for that 15 year old kid to see that who knows how that shaped his thinking yeah because when you become when you say i want to rap your brain changes yeah like you're literally your brain changes like it's different like if i had i remember how my brain changed my mom talks when i was younger i used to be like i was like a problem kid and you've heard all the stories about like yeah like the the shit that i like put my mom through and like the issues at school and all that stuff when i said i want to rap my life changed yeah so what you have done, you know, and uh, amidst a lot of other factors too, it's mm-hmm. not like you like, uh, you know, like force the nigga to be like, yo, you about to rap, little nigga. Yeah. But like the way that you have inspired him, like that's being a catalyst. Yeah. So, I don't know. This is like very important work. Yeah, and like I'll I'll say this to be fair, twenty twenty was like a weird ass time, especially like in in that. Like those first, I, I want to say like those first four to five months was probably one of the like most odd times ever. I want I want to air, and I mean I want to air niggas out to this day. Hey, Dom, no, Dom, I told hey. Dom the names. I named the names. I want yeah. to air niggas out, and and like we're not gonna. <laughs> I mean, you might have to get yeah. the timestamp. Like, <laughs> we're not be nice. Yeah, <laughs> be nice. You're not wrong. <laughs> but it was it was like really weird that there were like a lot of people who like when it was a time to be like let's look at everything else of how we can be a service to yeah. like the world. Right. It was a moment where some people were like, "Man, look at me and and blah yeah. blah blah." And like even me, I felt weird because like I've told this story numerous times but like Rossi and the Deck was scheduled in January. Yeah. Like yep. that shit was scheduled on uh TuneCore. It was set to go out everything. Yep. So like once the shit hit and I was like like I mean we're we were at what uh Wild Goose yeah. and they would cancel the NBA and we were like I'm like oh, man Oh man. At first it was like man what the fuck like the yeah. pandemic like bro this should be over in yeah, 2 weeks like for sure. Yes. And then it was just like the NBA is closed. I'm like Bro, Rossi on the deck is coming out tomorrow. Yeah. And and like I forgot that's what it was. Yeah. It was literally like and so to go through all of that and then for Open Treehouse to come out and like I'm trying to go through like a rollout strategy, hoping like, yeah, man, we hopefully we gonna get back to normal or whatever yeah Yeah, by by the summer we should be back outside right yeah like june like we were thinking like okay like let's say it started in mid-march it was like all right give it like two weeks yeah all right give it three more weeks yeah all right give it 
a month. And then like June came around, I was like, all right, by July we'll be good. Yeah. And, and it then just it never was like, what? It just never stopped. <laughs> like we still not good, yeah. really. Like it's still shit going on, but yeah. And and like it was it was definitely a period where like a lot of just look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah. And and I noticed it with you, it was just like, cause I mean, like y'all, everybody listening, like this is my best friend, y'all. Like I, yeah. I know this guy like back of my hand, like, and he so, knows me well. <laughs> yeah, he knows me. He knows the shit. It's it's like kind of it's sick that you have done impressions of me. I'm telling you, like there are times that I'm like, oh, I know what's going on. Like I, I'm, <laughs> I'm here. I know exactly what's going on, and, and but like. I re- like I remember even just talking to you and it's just like it's like what is all like cuz y- y'all know Robert you know he be saying big words like philosophy you weird <laughs> homie <laughs> <laughs> but but he said somebody's nigga wearing that nigga tie <laughs> <laughs> but he was you're just like you're like what is the meaning of all of this shit like what is like why are we doing some of the things that we're doing and and man, now I feel like I'm not. I mean, I don't have to say anybody's names, but I like remember when we went to the uh, one protest, and like we oh we walked back and we were just like, bro, what the fuck was that? Like, what was like, what was that? Like, it I was about that. But you're right. Yeah, I was very upset. Yeah, I mean, like we both were like, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was like a. <laughs> it was just like a damn man. Like you really got up there for in front of all these people to talk about something that was so, you know, like monumental for here in the city. Like, again, there were tanks in the city. There were like helicopters going every single fucking second of the day. Oh my God. Joyce Beatty got fucking maced. Like Joyce Beatty got maced. That was really, that was really crazy. It was insane. Yeah, but it was like it, it. It was that was a moment where I was just like, "Damn, man!" Like, there's a lot of stuff that you say, and you're like, "Man, like, what is? We don't. It's not. It's not for us to be like out in the front of a lot of that. Not out in the front of that, but like, be real with it. Be yeah. uh, have intention. And it was a lot of 2020 of no intention, but like. I feel like I have to do something. Yes. And that was like a point where I was just like, if, if I'm, if I'm you, I'm like, I don't need to do this. Like, yeah. I, and I don't, cause I'm not like a, I, like, I would say if this is, mm, if this is sports, like you are, you're like, you are a great fucking player. But like, if you could be like, yo, I'm just trying to get my buckets on the side and somebody else is getting, like the credit and stuff, like you would really be like, oh, I, I excel in that role. Yeah, absolutely. And so, who's like, a player comp? Who's my, who's my player comp? Mm, <laughs> I actually can't think of anybody. Hey, after listening Don't tell to me Paul George. no, after listening to Ryan Rosillo, like when he's talking about like the player, player comps, comps? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, nah, man. I, I'm like, I'm like, man, I gotta go back on these these six, player six, comps. Six six, yeah. two fifteen, <laughs> twenty nine years old. It's like, uh, I would say I'm, I'm uh, I said I'm Boris Diaw. Like, no, you're not. You're no! not Boris Diaw. 
<laughs> You're not. You're not even close yeah, to Boris yeah. Diaw. He would dog you. Bro, he has game. You don't. Right. <laughs> but it was it was just like one of those things where like I'm like, man, this is just a nasty time. Oh my god. And with that, I'm gonna take a break. No so when I escape, so know that it's me. We are back on the No Extra Sauce podcast. And I just wanna let y'all know that um Man, so so look, me and Rob, we disagree on a lot of music takes. Yes, we do. A lot. Different people, different personalities. Like, for example, and we not... Mm, actually, I'm going to save you. I'm going to save you. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. No, I'm oh, going to save you. No, I'm not going to say... Please save me because yeah, I'm gonna I can't save handle yeah, all that. Yeah. That's you're good. You're good. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but we do agree on this. I'll say I'll say one of them. Uh, for the longest time, I said that Bizarre Ride to the Far Side was better than Lab Cabin, California. And smoking crack. And, and Rob was like, you are smoking dope. <laughs> <laughs> and like this goes back to like this goes back to like sophomore year, junior year in college. Like I would come into the dorm room just be like, bro, there's no way that this is better than, like, than what are you Bizarre talking Rod. About? And he's like, bro, you're smoking dope. Smoke right? doing drugs. And literally every once in a while I have to text him and just be like, I don't know what I was thinking. I guess it's smooth like like it's a smooth run of songs. It's just like, yeah, nah. Getting like an apology text from Joe at like <laughs> one in the morning, like Central Time. I'm like, first of all, what are you doing? And he, like, and second of all, like, you're right, and I forgive you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm biased because I, 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 I still haven't really listened to the first album all the way through, but like, I do know, bro. Dilla came in the day, and that's what it was. But, that's but, really what but, it like, was. You got, you got bullshit. Far side, groupie therapy. Groupie therapy is legendary. <laughs> running, she said. Running is the worst song. It's not, running but the, yeah, <laughs> it's I'm not. It, like literally, it yeah, it yeah. It uh, is something that means something. Something that means something. Personal something. favorite. Drop. Yeah, <laughs> I was tr- oh I was tripping, yeah, yeah. and then I think it's called Devil Music, but Devil Music is one of my favorites. Yeah, um, but literally. I always had to just be like, yeah, man, I was, I was, I was, I was wrong. I was wrong. Way wrong. What's but the other ones? Name the second one. The second one, um, that you said that Thriller is better than, um, than Off the Wall. Off the Wall, and it's just not. Yeah, I'm wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, did I ever? Did I ever? You did not tell me that I was wrong. I'm sorry. Well, now here we are, <laughs> live and and in, in person. I was wrong. Off the Wall is a better album than Thriller. And now, but bad might. Oh no, no, I'm sorry, not bad. Um, bad, but what's the one that had uh? It was like the circus joint. Um, history, dangerous, dangerous, dangerous might be all right. Off the wall, and then dangerous, and then thriller, then bad. I don't know. I'm not gonna go through all those, but I will say this: we do agree on one thing. Yes. I do and, know one thing though. And Annalie Choppa's is getting hot. Might be a better song than the original. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I love this TikTok generation. They're great. They're making these old dusty ass songs. <laughs> <laughs> making the, making these songs relevant. Making it relevant. Making it better. Hey, I'm waiting for the uh when when Tiger drops that <laughs> Bop's going crazy. I don't think he's dropped it, but that that's a banger, man. I mean, I, I'm 
Not even that old. No, no, no. I'm so old that I remember back when Country Grammar came out. Mind you, I was like, I was, I was, I was was, 27. Yeah, I was, I was so listen. I was nine years old when Country Grammar came out, and I was a hater. I was like. Oh, because I I was I was not a I yeah. was not a Nelly truther until like yeah. I got older. Yeah, even <laughs> even at a nine year old, I was like I was like bro, like he saying nursery rhymes, like literally he actually was like putting like nursery like jingles and the shit, yeah. which was actually genius. genius. But like, but I was like, make it this fucking shit. I, I I thought he was trash. So the fact that like now, up to like damn near twenty years later, niggas are remaking this and like. And the fact that you know, it's called an old Dusty Records, I'm just like, bro, I remember, I remember being on my bus arguing with niggas about Nelly being trash, and now I'm just like, I'm just like, damn man, I'm I'm watched. That's that's basically why I just wanted to get across. And Nelly is not trash. And can we but, can we talk about that? But can we talk about Nelly being none? Oh my god! Especially when they did the when they did the verses and like, I mean, it was a bad display, but like just oh, him yeah. and um. Ludacris is like music. What a, what a matchup! It was just like, whoo, hey yeah. man, it was it's a, it's some records. There's, there's arguments. I'm not saying this is the greatest one ever, but like, nigga, the first three Ludacris albums. Oh my god! Like, I don't think niggas niggas really got to ro- go back and revisit that run because yeah. nigga. Each album had like seven hits, bro. Oh my god, Jesus! And then even the the songs that were like the B sides were du- like, like nigga, it's it's it don't make sense, bro. Bruh. What are some other people who have been like forgotten? Uh, you know I wouldn't I mean? say like forgotten, but like at least, and I'm not gonna go back into you know the. I know the person you hate, but like I think he had a crazy catalog. Who? Who? Oh yeah, no, no, no! I, hey, Big I, Ellie. Hey, wait, 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 you wait, know wait! How hold I on, feel about that hold song. on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna fucking... say this. Hold on, I'm gonna say this on the podcast. Look, 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 look. Hey, man, I've said some blasphemous things in my time. <laughs> I've said some blasphemous things in my time. You got blocked by Chris Webber. You, I did get blocked by Chris Webber, and not and and, and <laughs> I did not get blocked by Chris Webber in basketball. I got blocked on Twitter or X or whatever. I'm still blocked to this day. Um, Jalen Rose. Juwan Howard, hey, can you can you please tell Chris Webber to unblock me so I could tell him, man, like, hey, man, I was just I was fucking around, man. Right, we love so, you, Chris Webber. Yes, so there's that. I've been kicked out of a Cavs game. Um, I'm not gonna talk too much about it so they can remember and then uh, then ban me again. Right. Um, I do not want to watch the games at the Harry Buffalo. I want to be in the arena. Um. I'm not gonna say what I said, but my take about LL Cool J was really bad. That was a bad take. Dom Dom got the Kango on right now. <laughs> hey, hey, for real, that was a bad take. That was you only hear this. I don't think he's actually releasing it. He literally only plays it on fucking um uh his radio station on, on series or whatever like that. But nigga, he's like I guess like working on like a new album right now or something. But like he released like the the first. Like track from it, it's his joint produced by fucking Q-Tip, nigga. It's that I'm not, tr- bro. It's nigga. It's it's dope. And he like he rapping, bro. Oh my god. Like it's it is is Q-Tip. So like it got 
it's bro, it's nice. It kind of it kind of took me by surprise. Like, he bro, he still he actually still has it. I I want to say this quickly because Elo Cool J is the auteur of one of my favorite songs ever. And that song is Headsprung. Yeah. That song is so good. I mean, he's got joint, he's got records. He's, uh, Who Do You Love is one yeah. of, also one of my favorite songs ever. I made a whole playlist <laughs> based on Headsprung. It's incredible. I can't wait to meet him. It's, uh, yeah, very literally, too. Yeah, I, I can't wait to meet him for... I can't wait to meet him for two things. Two things. One, I gotta call him Big L. Big L. <laughs> like I got, I got to like just, just like it's gonna, it, like it's gonna take, it's gonna take everything out of me to just not be like, like, hey, what up, Big L. Like you know. And then two, I'm just gonna like it's either that or I'm gonna like walk up to him and then do the thing that he did at uh at, at Raw when he was. <laughs> he's, yeah, on SmackDown. What did he do? Oh, he did the tongue thing. Yeah, that was, was like, hey man. And, and if you seen, if you seen the meme, you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly. But it, like, what, what was that? But yeah, um, he, he might be, he might. I mean, hey, he might be a freak as well. Hey man, he was, he, and. <laughs> <laughs> Same nigga who made pink uh, no, no, crushed no, cookies no, in a plastic bag. No, the, the, uh, the fucking, uh, uh, chocolate bottle on a girl's leg. Yeah, that. they did that meat, or they did a, a, a TikTok of all the wild things like him turning into a shark. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, hey, I gotta chill because I said again, uh, my take was really bad and. To go back to your your question about like uh, different artists that would I guess forgotten, but like Ti, yeah, Ti is probably number one on that list. Ti's Ti is number one. Like he didn't have a bad album until like, and I don't even the, what, yeah like 2012. I think I just kind of I just think I kind of just stopped listening, but the shit still. Yeah. Yeah. What was that one album that had a song with Young Thug on it? Oh, oh, nigga, yeah. I, I actually, yeah, yeah, bro, I actually yeah. listened to that album, bro. That album's really good, yeah. bro. Yeah. I, but I never like listened to it again. But like, yeah. <laughs> so, no, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, yeah, 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 and it, yeah. I mean, one, one is enough. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'll say. Look, I yeah, respectfully. Um, I made a whole playlist. Look, Headsprung by LL Cool J. Switch by Will Smith. Oh, that's a great song. Switch is so good. He said, girl, why are you dancing around naked? Have some self-respect. Put some clothes on. I just felt so, you know what I mean? That's the type of stuff I want my niece listening to. Hey, man. You know what I mean? My niece. Hey. <laughs> hey. That was the era. Yeah. That was the era. Yeah. It was also funny, like <laughs> shout out to my niece. Thinking, thinking about I'm Will like, Smith. Man, <laughs> my dad loved fucking uh, getting jiggy with it. Like incredible the, song. <laughs> like in the car, he just like turned that on. It's like bad. Also, randomly, Nas wrote mad verses from 
So many verses from uh, Willinium. Yeah, I think Willinium. I think wrote, he wrote like the whole thing. <laughs> Nas wrote, a, he got a bunch of shakes from that. So It sounds you, like he wrote Switch. Also, too, the craziest thing I did not realize, and I remember I, I heard somebody say it, and then right when I heard it, I'm like, oh, nigga, I don't know why I never peeped that. So up until I don't know what project it was, if you listen to like old Will Smith records, like old uh uh DJ DJ Jazzy Jeff, who's actually one of the best one of the best DJs, DJs ever in, in the history of yeah, the who's world. actively still doing really really dope shit. Um, and Fresh Pins like records. Randomly, if you listen to this song and then somebody mission this while I was like listening to this podcast and like how back in the day like niggas was mad about it but like niggas summertime did you did you did you know that like he literally bit rock him nigga he was literally I didn't really catch it nigga he's literally rapping like rock him like to the point of like his tone like he never even rapped like there it is like he never did that before yeah. like nigga he was literally rapping like rock oh my god nigga, yes. dude bro it's so, 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 Romance. <laughs> <laughs> he is incredible. The first time I actually heard Rock Him, uh, like this is like in the two thousands, and when I went back and listened to like Check the Rhyme and shit, nigga, my mind, <laughs> my mind was blown hearing this nigga rap for like five minutes straight. Back in nineteen like eighty six, eighty seven, when like, like he was like seventeen when he was doing a lot of that n- shit. It don't make no sense, bro. Like, this nigga was really young. doing double entendres and like this. This imagine a genre that's only been around for like twelve years at right. the time, and then all of a sudden you're the first, not the well, basically one of the first niggas who like nigga. I'm about to rhyme like seven times in like three bars, like. That's how they felt about Mike. Hey, they, about was about Jordan. Put, they was about to put some uh, witchcraft allegations on them. They're like, hey, hold on. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. Nah, bro. That's like, uh, I, I know you've seen that clip where Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan went, where Mike went behind the back. Right, when Mike went behind the back. I was like, nigga, that, that shit. Like, but basket, like, people weren't used to somebody doing that in basketball yeah. and they, like, lost their mind. If I mean, shout out to Rakim. Rakim actually, I, I love him. His songs actually have aged very well. Yeah. Some oh, of them. The juice. I got enough. That go song around. is amazing. Yeah. I love that song. That's a great movie. B- great movie, too. Um, I got the juice. And, uh, <laughs> but also, like, he he definitely changed hip hop for the better. Because imagine if niggas were still rapping, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Hey. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna get the bleep. I'm gonna get the bleep button out. I'm telling you, I respect my elders, but I do. I I love all hip hop. Yeah. Man. Oh, fucking. Hey, I have a take. So, why do all. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) Hey. Why does a certain. we had a we had uh, a certain complexion a rapper. <laughs> hey, relax. We had uh <laughs> we had a uh dude when we had the beer at Land Grant, it's called We Should Start a Podcast. And so what I used to do is like my thing to sell the beer or whatever, or like I'm like, all right, well, 
since you ordered we should start a podcast like what would you start a podcast on i asked this white dude and this man like his eyes lit up and it looked like he was like I was like, no, 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 I don't want to know. I don't want to know. This brother was about to be like, man, women shouldn't have rights and oh, all that shit. Oh, my God. So I was like, nah, man. Nope. He's, yeah. He's, Problematic light. Bro, it, it was going to be insane. Dom, you had a question, brother? Please don't tell me we we're about to get in the serious part. Cause I, I nah, <laughs> nah, I forgot what. Oh, uh, damn. It was about, y'all was talking about, we was talking about Rockham, then we was talking about, I was away from the mic, so it didn't pick it up. It didn't pick it up. It didn't pick it up. Man. Oh, this shit is fun as hell. We are at uh We're at like two hours. No, nah, we're at we're at we're we're probably at an hour, but we definitely cut the entire beginning of the podcast. So it's probably like twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey I'm like, man, this is this is gonna be insane. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Man, this is this has been fun. Uh, yeah. Do you have any any parting words, Sir Robert? Is that it? We're done. We don't have to be. I had I had so many jokes. Hey man, I'm kidding. Get some I'm jokes kidding. off. Get some takes off. When, no, they're gonna get. Deleted. Hey, when you putting that song out? <laughs> I'm pressing you on the Fox. We, when you put that song out? Like how you got pressed on the? Oh my, hey bro, relax. That was crazy. <laughs> so when I escape, know that it's me. Oh, we are back. Um, this oh, are is, we back? We're back. Oh, we're back. Shit. I just played it, so yeah. Oh, thank you. But okay. yeah, we're back. Uh, man, this has been. First off, it's just been fun. Like, we've taken like two breaks. <laughs> we've been just, sitting here for like four hours, just three talk, hours, just talking. Probably. Like, and man, I miss these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, man, it's yeah, but uh, damn, I don't, I don't even have a question. <laughs> Yeah, so, come on, I mean, we thoughtful a- man. We asked each other, me, thoughtful man. Yeah, we asked each other a bunch of questions uh, yesterday that we that we know. But yeah. I would like to know what what is it, and and I think the people listening to would appreciate knowing. For like, let's say those those kids that we were talking to at Denison yesterday, mm-hmm. what should they know about like the business of music at this point as they're starting, like. They don't really have music out yet. So, mm-hmm. you know, thinking of some, uh, uh, Danye, I think that was one of his yeah. names. And, like, Ganeth was the yeah. other one. Um, like, I don't know. Like, w- yeah, just what should they know if they really want to do this? And, like, as sophomores at Denison University, like, what kind of opportunities are available? <sighs> so, I've been thinking of, like, and I've I've told Carlo, like, a lot of things. And she, like, told her at nauseum, like, just about like man like if only we knew like the different things that we could do but like one of the things that i was saying is the bandersnatch was uh first off they have the eisner center like that's a a hub where like you could rehearse there you could record there like we spent so much gas money going to (laughs) going to man's house to record and shout out to D for for letting us use his car. Oh my God, thank you, um, Darius. Oh like, my God, Jesus I Christ! I believe he did that. Yeah, like he let me drive his car to Miami of Ohio. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. <laughs> bro, D would let us just <laughs> use it's, it's, his whip. Just use his whip. But uh, so like you have the resources of recording, 
um, talk to all these like professors out there, like Rev, Tim Carpenter um, is out there. And like over the summer, he let us come back to to rehearse there um, in preparation for the July 8th show. And like that's a resource, but also like the banner snatch and being able to throw your own shows like right now you have access to so many people in like at Denison. This isn't this isn't Ohio State. This isn't uh, OU. This isn't Miami. This isn't T- Toledo or BG. Like we, for the most part, know mostly everybody on campus. We all know each we, other. We like see each other in passing, whatever. Like there's people that I'll see in Columbus. I'm like, I don't really know your name, but I know you went to Denison yep. and blah blah blah. Oh. And like you have access to that now, and like we could have. We could have literally just been, and we planned it out kind of odd in a way where we like, let's release our albums or our mixtapes or whatever when we're not on campus. But like, yeah, that's right. It, it kind of was smart. It was smart, but also like, imagine if we were like, let's do a release show at the Bandersnatch and be like, like, let's just say like, tickets are a dollar, tickets are three dollars, five dollars. That's right. And people yeah. were able, and and we were already bringing. 70 to 100 people to park street saloon so it bro at least 70 to 100 yeah i mean it was yeah like it was and, bringing a lot yeah and like there are so many people around like like roger um zane um like naji francis like there are louis. so many people yeah louis like that could have been like oh we want to see how we can help as well to you know do help you guys uh to have these shows and stuff and bring more attention to it and like i mean it was easy to get people to go to like frat parties and stuff (laughs) like like we could have just been like yo on friday instead of going to the sunnies just go to bandersnatch and we're gonna have a show yeah and and do stuff like that so i would say like first off take advantage of every single performing opportunity on campus um to talk to people about music uh, Cause like a lot of a lot of it is like getting those reps in, getting those, yeah, getting reps. those reps in to learn how to perform. Um, like, I'll say this, and I won't. I'll leave the person's name out of it. We have like a great relationship now, but like there was <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was a time like I spazzed on on somebody or snapped on somebody because yeah, you, might, you, you might have to bleep that. <laughs> You're gonna have to bleep uh, that. <laughs> I, I'm, I apologize, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, but like I, I had a moment because of like where I felt like I was at and what I wanted to do, but like, it was me thinking highly of myself, but also like, I didn't have a DJ. I didn't have a DJ at the time. Literally all, only thing we were doing is just playing our music off of our computer. And I was putting that in the hands of somebody else. Yeah. Like a sound person. Red tech. Yeah, and so now I just understand so much more, but, like, I had to learn a lot of that stuff. And so you don't want to learn when you're 24 years old or 23 years old. You want to learn, like, 18, 19, or even younger or whatever. But, like, those students take advantage of all the opportunities there and the people that you might meet. Um, So then when you leave, when you leave Denison – and it's time for you to like start releasing music or or continue to release music. Those people are gonna be like, man, I remember those shows that they had at the Banner Snatch, <laughs> or I remember the shows when they played at the at the Doobie or or whatever. 
and they can take that to Chicago. They can take that to New York. Yeah. They can take that overseas. They can take that to Texas, wherever. Like, yeah, you're, you're like they're now part. Like being a denizen is being part of an international network. Yeah, like it really is. Like they're these these like students that we were in school with. Like they're around the world at yeah. this point. Like um. Like Gino, even like yeah, like even like Brennan, like yeah, Brennan, Brennan yep. went to uh to China and was like yeah man like like also he brought his ring uh his because he want he played basketball over there and won it got a ring you didn't see his big ass ring <laughs> but anyway but yeah B B has his uh but he went over to China and like literally he was in here for the Brown Liquor music video. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, man, like, I play your shit when I was in China. I play your music whenever I was anywhere. Yeah. And it's just like that. Um, don't be – and, like, this is something, like, don't be shy about it just because you were, you're a student at the same time. Like, it's right. it's cool. It's, it's a part of the identity. It's a part of, like, what makes you special and a part of the story. Um, and, honestly, that shit just made – that just that shit just made us better, really. It definitely made me better as far as like taking the different lessons that I learned and being able to put it into music or like writing essays and stuff and then going to send emails to blogs or emails to venues and all that stuff. Even time management. Yeah, and time management. I, mean, like, I, mean, um, I never went to college. Uh I just want to say that. But uh the idea of like, yo, like, if you're balancing, you know, the the school music life, when you graduate, most likely you have to have to balance the work music life like with that. So yeah. like, you can definitely take that at, at, into consideration, and and you know, in a moment, of course, like I'm sure y'all had that same feeling of like, yo, like. At this point, especially y'all, y'all junior and senior years, it was like my nigga, like I'm just trying to get out of here because I'm. Nigga, I'm just want to make music, but yeah. there's definitely things that you can still take of like, like, like I said, like the time management piece of like, how can I balance that? Because that's gonna be a, a very essential piece. Like once you go into quote unquote like real world, and but still want to actively like pursue like the music and stuff like that. Until like obviously you're able to make that step of like, nah, I'm just doing this full time or the only thing I'm doing. Yeah, and like the business. Uh, aspect of things and to go to like that to that point of like time management like i gotta say shout out to dr gun uh i don't know if she'll listen to this podcast <laughs> but and i'm gonna i'm gonna try to she would be appalled if she listened to this podcast absolutely okay. no she would love it she'll love it yeah it's, it's authentic we've, yeah, we've it's like gone we've gone to dinner and stuff and she's just like loves everything and <laughs> she's also her authentic self she's too. real yeah dr gun <laughs> salute yeah but like she I remember it was senior year, and she's just like, you seem off. Like, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, I'm going to be honest, Dr. Gunn. Like, I don't want to be here. Like, I have a show up in Cleveland, and I'm missing every class. I don't want to be here. I just want to perform and make music. Like, I'm waiting to leave, like, so I could just get. And she's like, I understand it, honey. But you gotta graduate, yeah. <laughs> and and like her just saying, saying all that stuff, and also while I'm in her organizational responsibility class, and learning Hilarious. about, and, and learning about like how to be a brand, 
how brands should operate, morals, integrity, and all that stuff. And now I'm a I'm a brand and and I know how to yeah. sidestep uh weird ass questions and in interviews or weird ass inter <laughs> you're not gonna get me caught up. No sir. Yeah. No sir. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, man. Um, sorry if I'm. No, I was gonna say because I was gonna ask you like the same thing as far as just the advice because we didn't even get to that question um, yesterday. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't get to that question. I mean, for me, it's honestly, and and I think this is almost representative of like our relationship, like you and me, is that we both. I mean, it's without sounding wild, but like we kind of complete each other in a way. Yeah. Where like you come in with one perspective and like even like one whole like personality, like one, one kind of being. And then I come in not with an opposite opposite, but like a complimentary piece, like Lego pieces. Like yeah. it, and that's how you build things. And that's what we've done. Um, but for me, as much focus as that, you know, as much as you were saying, build these relationships at Denison, like think about partnerships and think about what you can do on campus and like how to get reps in and all that stuff. All of that is a hundred percent valuable. And I, I kind of wish I had done just a little bit more of that, but you know, my person, you know, yeah. But even, especially like, you know, my personality, you know, that that just kind of wasn't really going to be my thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when it came to going out to Columbus, that's what you and I were really good at. Oh yeah. I think our generation, like our, our time there required that mm-hmm. because we had to let people know that we were serious. Yeah. So even when it came to like the, the strategy of when we released music and how we would do it when we were off campus, we did that because we, we wanted to show that campus, we weren't, we're not even thinking about y'all for real. Yeah. Like we're doing shows. <laughs> else. Yeah. Like it's, you guys aren't important. <laughs> like we don't really need your buy-in. Like we don't care. Yeah. And that, unfortunately that was an attitude that I kind of carried maybe a little bit too long, but we needed it. We needed it because that that's what the moment required. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure the temperature at Denison right now, but it seems like there are more resources available, there, yeah. which could suggest that there's more excitement, there's more support. Um, students are getting paid to perform now. Like there's just more, uh, there's just more things available to them. And I would say, you know, maximize that, like maximize your time um, there to just like follow your journey follow your frequency follow your process but also like think bigger yeah campus and the and what we you and i joe what we benefited from was that we planted the seeds in columbus and cleveland in these other cities and when it was time to branch out we had a pretty soft landing yeah like when you and i came to columbus yeah we were already columbus artists big People thought yeah. we lived here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like when Dom was like booking me for a show, like yeah, I, I I, nobody I knew. knew. Yeah. Right. And so that was very helpful. And I'll say like for people to just like be present in the, in the moment. Like we talked to people um, yesterday. We talked to some of the students. I think his name is Anthony. Uh, yeah. I think it's Anthony or some, I don't know. But they were like, saying names. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, man, I, I'm like senior year. Like, I'm just ready to be out of here. And I'm like, damn, man, it's, it's September. Like, damn, dog. Wait. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like man, like, en- enjoy this. Like, six months. like en- enjoy this time. Enjoy like being here. Um, And like, I think that's 
not just artists, but like yeah. be present in in moments and and cherish moments and stuff. Because like, especially for us, like we're doing this right now, but like you live in Chicago, like the our time to really chill and talk and shit is on Facetime, yeah. and then like. When you were living here, it was like that was time. It felt like being back in Huffman or, oh, or, yeah. or Curtis, like right. where you could just sit and talk for fucking four hours or whatever. Like over we just did today, yeah, <laughs> over over like a, a eighteen plates of food. How did we eat so much food? Because <laughs> you and Patrick. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but did you eat? Did you eat that much? I no, know Pat and I were kind of weird. I mean, yeah, but no, like I mean, it's. When you sit at a table and, and somebody has a plate of food, it's like, all right, I'm going to give me a plate of food. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Pat and I definitely eat, like, six yeah. six plates. But it's like being being present in those moments and, like, cherishing those. Because, like, in when this student graduates, like, his friends and stuff, like, he won't be able to be there. Like, I don't know. I just, like, campus stuff, there's times I'm, I just look back and I'm like, man, I wish we could have uh classless a classless semester bro well i mean <laughs> you and i are gonna get that with at darius's oh yeah thing in a couple of weeks so we will have that but but 100 percent, joe like being present in the moment because it gets it gets taken i mean not to this i don't like the way that i'm gonna phrase this because it uh suggests like negative reinforcement and that's like kind of mm-hmm. weird shit it's like it go, it goes away quickly yeah or like yeah you know, you only live once, like, you're gonna die, like, people will say, like, be present, because you're gonna die, and it's yeah. all over, it's like, no, fuck that, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, that, that's, like, goofy shit, that's yeah. not, that's not a good way to think about stuff, but, um, it does, it actually really does get snatched up quick, yeah, and it was, it didn't hit me until right after we graduated, we had to move out, bro, I was in a suit, moving a, my, all my shit out of yeah. my apartment, I just, like, didn't understand, yeah, yeah, like they were like, you have to be out, out. And I was like, well, I have like my graduation party. They're like, we don't care. Like you have yeah. to. Be out. I was two hours late to my graduation party. The shit g- gets snatched up so fast, but it's just like, you know, there's that side of it, but also just really, I don't know. College for me was like, I had already envisioned in some way what I want. You and I had envisioned what we wanted to yeah. do, and. I was practicing it and it, it wasn't like going through the motions. I was like, I am really trying to maximize this time yeah. that I have here so that I'm ready for success when it's over. Yeah. And like, that's just kind of how I continue to operate. It's like, I know that like I was talking about life process earlier, things eventually evolve. Like the yeah. cycle, the wheel turns, the cycle continues I, what I'm doing now is preparing me for the next level of success. And like a lot of that mindset was shaped at Denison. Yeah. Damn. I can't believe we did the serious stuff at the end. Yeah. Wait, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had some serious stuff in there too in, in the beginning. I So we've been sitting here for like several hours. I don't know what I said at the beginning, but pl- Joe, I'm telling please, you this. Please be a good steward <laughs> of my public persona. People do not need to know my hey. real thoughts. <laughs> Wait, can I say this real quick? And you know this, but Dom, I want you to hear this. I was talking with one of my friends uh, one time, and she was telling me about like 
what she had heard about like Sarab or whatever. And, and but we you know she and I were friends, but they didn't know like the, whoever she was talking to or like hearing from, they didn't know that Shorty knew me. I'll call let's call her um uh April. April April was hearing from some folks like yeah like Sarab like this this and this and and she was like oh yeah like I've heard about him. They're like yeah like he's too clean. Like, he's squeaky clean. Like, I don't trust it. And then April comes back to me, and she's like, yeah, like, I just heard from these people, like, that you're just squeaky clean. Like, you're almost political. And I was like, I'm doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm literally doing exactly what I'm – that's it. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I need what, to tap in. Was was he doing the same thing? So That was my job to be – you can't – I mean – No, so there's going to be – there's uh this wrestler Cody Rose. He had a uh persona at one point dashing uh, Cody Rose. Did you see some of the promos that he did? It, it just reminded me. I got I got to show you. Like he was like, basically he was his per, that persona was like he was like super perfect and like <laughs> like I got to show. Yeah, it just reminded me of Boston too. That's that's a that's a wild like. Not wild story. If if that's a wild, if I Google this later and I see and it ends up being crazy, I'm gonna be sick. I'm gonna be like Joe, we got all this. Um, <laughs> since I have uh, Barack Obama is who you meant, Dom. I'm a Obama. Damn. Um, trying to think of a a, a last question to to ask y'all. Um, so at this point, I don't always like. I don't know, like where y'all start of like where you kind of like your career like starting like basically have y'all have been doing it almost 10 years it's been basically 10 years, 10 years. if you if you if you count like yeah um, I, I released my first project 10 years ago yeah so which is yeah this is it's kind of fucking crazy thinking about like how fast it's like shit is like gone um do you feel like 18 whatever year old you would be proud of what y'all have like accomplished like so far like in y'all careers like in Russell Speck like Dave you like said like yo I know you just like working on your first mixtape but by the end of year 9 10 you'll do all of these things do you think that person be like okay shit Niggas, niggas is on a good run right now. Like, or would it be like, or, 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 or in your mind at that time, did you have even grander expectations of where, of, of where you would be right now? You're going first. I'm going first. All right. Uh, man, when I was 18, I didn't like, I said this yesterday, but like I quit everything going into school. Like I played baseball, football, Mock trial, choir, trial. honors choir, uh, CVC honors choir, jazz choir. Uh, I was in plays. I was doing anything that I could do in school. Like, I did it. And then I got to Denison and just quit everything. Like, there's a, a group, Hilltoppers. I had, it was like, you had to go through different auditions. I got to the last audition and just didn't show up. Like, I just was like, no, nah, I'm not going. <laughs> like, it, it 
For what reason? I don't know. But it was like. I wish we had a camera in the room. Because the way, when you turned and looked at me, and I don't know what look I gave you, but I'm sure it was one of those where, that I, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I quit everything. And so, like, to be like, man, like, still going and operating in a space where, like, community is first, helping people is first, um, looking out for others is is first and like another thing like being back in the classroom like helping students and stuff like that and being somebody that like when I was 18 and I went to Denison and I was talking to like Dr. Gunn and I was just like you know uh like I don't know what I want to do and blah 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 and now I'm sitting here like 10 years later talking about Dr. Gunn and she I'm in that role now where I'm like helping students and whatever um, to to be like, hopefully they can see like some type of purpose in their life. And so I would, yeah, I'm proud. And like continuing to do it and continuing to make music, but like not even just making music, but continuing to be creative regardless of what type of space it is, is like, a story of like, I'm not gonna say like resilience and stuff like that, cause you know, yeah. But like, pressure. it is. That's it, not pressure. <laughs> Pressure's being. Oh my god. Thirteen here. years old. Oh my god. Not hold on. Indoor plumbing. Oh, hold on. Your pants me, are. Just, <laughs> here we go. Like, cause I'm really about to get into the it. The pressure. I'm about to get into Wait, it. Wait, look. Can I ask you? About <laughs> so, Joe, you know, at the end of that game, when you hit that game-winning shot, did you feel any? Pressure? I mean, what what was on your mind in that critical moment in that game? It's not pressure at all. What do you mean? Pressure. Pressure is having a cockroach oh! <laughs> run on your face <laughs> <laughs> as you pull the Cheerios <laughs> out of <laughs> out of the pantry. Pressure is the single mom out there. That's always a single mom, man. (laughs) Turning on the stove. So her baby. Oh, wait. This is getting dark. No, hold on. Can have heat. Pressure. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. It's not knowing where your next meal is coming from. Oh, we're talking about a basketball game in December. Like, like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? It's not even mid-season. We're asking about, like, what? Pressure. The question. It's everybody. 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 It's like Bobby Portis. Man. Everybody. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Pressure. Pressure's growing up. Pressure's being raised by your grandparents. Huh? Pressure's being black in a white neighborhood and getting caught. <laughs> it's pressure. <laughs> like hey, yo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm I'm definitely proud of just like continuing to do it with just with grace too and like Who's that? the journey of <laughs> the the journey and like growing <laughs> growing with people and and like having like y'all as two best friends who I've like always been in a situation where like because i mean we've talked about it before like a lot of people don't have 
um, good foundations, and they, and I will support support groups. So like, so like when shit goes left in their life, or when shit goes left in like not in in and I won't say like life. I'll just say like in music and creative journey and careers and stuff. Like I could always just be like, yo, like. Rob, bro, they, they sent me this fucking rejection email, and I'm salty as fuck for a week and a half, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, don't don't even trip or, like, talking about like a booking agent, and you just like, hey man, it's a it's a new day, you know, something else is meant for you. Yeah, you know? and and so like, doing it that way, and then also being able to help people as well, like during the process. So that was long, but. And they asked me about pressure, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, I, I'm not even, the question was about if I, 18-year-old me will be proud. Um, yeah, I mean, 18-year-old me, yeah, so 18-year-old me had, like, these very lofty ideas about, like, what what it is to be a successful artist. And I also thought like a lot about myself too. Like I, I there was just a lot of like ego, um, a lot of arrogance. John, about to get in my philosophy bag. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you know, with any with any question, I'm always gonna go you know introspective. But I would be you know I remember setting these like benchmarks for my success when I was 18. I told my roommate when I was in college who ended up you know whose wedding I'm going to in a week. Uh, we're, we're still super tight. I was like, I'm going to perform at Coachella before I graduate Denison. And he was like, good luck, nigga. Like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what? Like, I'm talking about. Um, and I was like, yeah, like, I'm just as good as Earl Sweatshirt. Like, I'm, the, you know, and I was doing a lot of, like, comparing and shit. And just, like, a lot of extrinsic, which is a word that Joe has heard me say often. But a lot of, a lot of things that are, like, out of my control and also, like, don't define me. Yeah. And, um, you know, part of my journey over the past couple of years since I've moved from Columbus has been like really understanding like what does define me and and then redefining that, you know, just like who who am I and what what do I want to carry forward and who do I want to transform into? So when I think about my career over the past 10 years. I think 18-year-old me would look and see the things that I've done that maybe weren't Coachella, but they were still, like, remarkable from, like, that that achievement perspective. Yeah. Like, that, oh, my God, like, you you accomplished this. Like, oh, like, you did that. Like, oh, you made, you know, like, this, da, 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 da. you learned this, you know. But I think it's also who I've become. And that's kind of the root of why I started music in the first place Yeah, was because I wanted to be better than what I was. So the fact that I've done that, um, I think 18 year old me would be proud. And if not, I mean, fuck that nigga. Like, I don't really know. Him, so, like, <laughs> I really know I'm like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like you, nigga. Yeah, yeah. You dress like, weird. Yeah, ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I guess I'm going to end on this, uh, good brother Dom. What about you, brother? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 18 was like fucking. That was like the 1800s. Yeah. It was a long time that was ago. A f- that, damn. Oh, I, so, 
Yeah, like I mean, they were still writing on tablets, uh, like with papyrus. Yeah. Yeah, we we had chisel and shit when you were eighteen. So I mean, you gotta think a long time ago, bro. They didn't even have like the like Arabic numerals yeah. at that time. It was just um, like that. Well, uh, so I, I kind of was talking to to Rob about it earlier of like of um, how I used to be like ashamed that I want to be a rapper because. At the time I was doing it, this was like when I feel like the first time when people like literally used to say, oh, I'm a rapper now. And because it's like, oh, nigga, you bought a mic and you record some shit on like Fruity Loops that you think you are like a rapper now. And like I took the shit so serious that like I was like embarrassed to get clumped with niggas that did it. So like I really wouldn't like I would tell people close by me that like I, I did music. But, like, I still was kind of keeping it, like, a secret because it was, like, I didn't have anything to show for it. So, it's, like, how can I say I'm a rapper when, nigga, I had no songs recorded yet? Or, like, I, yeah, I didn't have really, I had, didn't have any songs recorded yet. I just had a few verses that I did, but, like, I was, like, super serious about it. But um, I definitely would be proud. Um, I think 21-year-old me was, like, when I, like, actually started to, like, release and... There's definitely what I thought my career would be at this age is definitely different, but my perspective of like, oh, you got to be, because I had a real problem with comparison. Mm, yeah. Like, but it, mine was bad, bad. It, I was like, oh, nigga. Hawk died at 25, big at 24. Nigga, I got three years to figure this shit out. Like, or like, nigga, Nas recorded Illmatic at 20, and I'm just recording my first mixtape. Like, that was, bro, I was beating, like, I was nuts. So it was like, bro, I can't, I can't, I gotta stop thinking that way. But like, I, wait, pause real quick. I really have no idea how. Like, we gotta check Pac's birth certificate because I don't know. How, I, you know what I mean? Like, he did, he did kind of a lot of things. That nigga had a bald head. Gotta check it. Like, gotta check. Like he had, he either had a voluntary baldy or like he was. <laughs> Pac had Pac had a music career, an and, career. and an acting career, and, and he was like twenty four, and he was bald, and he was bald. Like that's that's crazy. It does. Hey, what's up? But also, yeah, bro, you gotta. You, we, we come from the era that we're like. No, that and also niggas was like old in high school, bro. Like every time you see like old ass pictures from like the seventies and eighties, I'm like, why do you like? There's mad niggas from the seventies and eighties that look younger now than they did back then. Uh, but uh, going back to 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 finish up, uh, I've done things also too that weren't even in. Like to like work with students and to shit like like doing stuff like that. Like I never would even thought that was even a possibility. A nigga who didn't even care about school, had terrible grades, didn't go to college, and then like a decade later, I'm uh, leading like writing workshops and shit like that, which is I was like, damn. So I I definitely would be proud and 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 then also to what side like 
getting older, you just realize you, everybody's journey is their own journey. You can't compare. Come on. You can't compare yourself to everybody else's and stuff like that. So like, um, to say, oh, why did this person do this? What happened? That was good. That was good, man. Hey, man, I, I, I'm good. You know, hey, I'm the good listeners do not I'm, get that, but yeah, that's, I'm, that's I'm, intentional. Hey, I'm, I'm, hey, man, I'm, hey, man, we rappers, man. We, we, niggas is clever, but a lot, uh, of, a lot of subs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it's it's. I definitely would be proud. Um, so my last question. Uh, Damn, I thought that was no, no, no. no, no. I, I can keep going. I mean, no, no. Uh, Rob, when are you dropping music again? No. Like, <laughs> This, this is this. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat Bev. Yeah. Um. Don't worry, I'm gonna leak it. So. But yeah, Joe has Joe <laughs> has a hard drive with a lot of my music on it. Be, please press him. Anybody looking to hear my voice on wax? Contact Joey H at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, I, for, I actually <laughs> forgot. I, for, I literally forget about the album. It's sitting on a hard. I have it's hard as fuck too. I have another one that's just like sitting on a cloud. Yeah, yeah. same. But <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate y'all. <laughs> I say this at the end of all the podcasts and all the shows. Always love, always inspire. Know that when you wake up, you got superpowers. No extra sauce podcast. Love y'all. Peace. I don't need. No extra sauce on my wings Got enough for my plate Ain't got enough time to waste I don't need, need, need no No extra sauce on my wings I got enough for my